This episode is brought to you by Jobber, one of my absolute favorite companies and overall one of my favorite products out there. Jobber is a CRM platform that's revolutionizing the services industry. I discovered Jobber in the fall of 2022 and wow, I wish I would have found them sooner. I was spread really thin across three different platforms running my Christmas light business. And as I started to scale, I just didn't have time to do all those office tasks. But I also didn't have time to hire and teach anyone because those processes were all so complicated. Then I discovered Jobber and dude, did it make my life easy. I hired a brand new office manager and just turned Cassie loose inside the Jobber platform. And within about a week, she was the one that was teaching me new tricks and tips. So if you own a gutter cleaning business, if you're a pool builder, or like me, a Christmas light installer, Jobber will make your business more efficient, more profitable, and overall, make your life a lot easier. So go to this URL, go.getjobber.com slash let's get lit. You'll get a 14-day free trial and 20% off the next six months. That means there's absolutely nothing to lose. So give it a shot. And if you guys have any questions, just DM me on Instagram. I will answer every single Jobber question that I get. Again, that URL is go.getjobber.com slash let's get lit. And if you just go down to the description, it's down in there. You can just go click on it. Okay, tell everybody who you are. I'm Christian. I'm starting a inflatable business company. Uh, I'm just talking to Nick for some input and some great advice, advice that he you know, gives out. And then what, what city are you in? I'm in LaGrange, Georgia. LaGrange, Georgia, right by the, uh, right by the freaking Great Wolf Lodge. Exactly, yeah. I'm right yep, there. I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. Kids love that place. I just uh, cool. you know, want to share my ideas and you know get some input and um i do want to talk about the three owner thing that you were talking about um the problem with that is this initially was not my idea i'm just simply executing it you know um although the other guys aren't really putting in the work like how i am um you know you're right i hope that it just ends up being me you know getting my ei and or whatever and employing those dudes and overpaying them like you say um maybe giving him a percentage of the business since i am putting in most of the work what do you think about that yeah so you're already kind of starting to hit on the points that i you know generally try to make where it's like um you know back in the day i can make this analogy two different ways but back in the day like i grew up a skateboarder right and so what do you do when you're a skateboarder you and your buddies go skate past a new development being built and you see a bunch of wood and you're like dude we're totally gonna build a half pipe and so (laughs) what ends up happening is one guy uses all the tools brings the nails you know exactly all that's yeah that's that going guy's got a apply everything because everybody else is like kind of along for the ride and there's one leader and then when there's disagreements that happens you know everybody thinks they're equals but really that one guy that's like kind of doing all the stuff is the one that starts to get frustrated and then you end up building like the deck and then that's the end of your half pipe forever right the other way i make that analogy it also works with a tree house right same shit happens when you go to build a tree house right so 
Um, basically, if you're if you're gonna start something, it's better to start it alone because that's the best way to go about conducting business. Yeah. Now, it doesn't have the fun social aspects to it of like me and my buddies. We're gonna start this inflatable company and it's gonna be great. And we're gonna scale super huge and take everybody out or whatever you know, whatever your yeah. motivations are. Um, in a social setting, everybody's on the same page, but behind closed doors, exactly, you, know, you don't get yeah. to Fortnite anymore, bro. You don't get to watch Netflix anymore. Like you don't get to go out with your girl on Friday night anymore to a party on Friday night anymore because you've got to be up at 5 a.m. on Saturday to go do the drop-offs. Like massive, massive, massive amounts of, you can call them sacrifices. I don't view them as sacrifices because I love business so much, but there's a massive amount of stuff you have to give up in yeah. order to become a successful entrepreneur. Now, once you are successful, I don't have to worry about that shit anymore, right? Because I've got employees. I got nine employees exactly, at work. Yeah. For, yeah. And so <clears throat> I'm in a position now where like I'm working on kind of making myself like a CEO and president and I'm not very hands-on anymore. And so then I've worked my face off to get those freedoms back. But it's a harder position to be in because I got to make sure that my guys are happy, motivated, well taken care of. <laughs> right a long list of things that go on with with successful team building so they don't quit because if they quit guess who the delivery driver is again right so generally speaking only and if you can probably hear my dogs dude i got both my dogs here because i had to pick them up from the groomer so if you hear background noise that's what it is um but generally speaking to have those ambitions like you're a fucking crazy person what lunatic wants to never stop working what lunatic wants to have this Go off 24 hours a day, and if you don't answer it, you don't make money. Like, nobody wants that. People yeah. want 401ks and pensions, and they want to get off at four on Fridays, and they want to go <clears throat> kayaking and hunting. Like, as an entrepreneur, you don't get to do any of that. Like, you just play business. Like, that's what you do is you play business. Yeah. And so the notion that three people or two other people that you know share those ambitions, and, and look, just not – just being open – to and this is more a conversation for somebody that might be watching this maybe you're the guy that wants to go hunting and shit and this just sounds fun like maybe you're the one being roped into this who knows um but but the notion that there's three people that know each other that have those ambitions is extraordinarily rare of all of the people that i can think of off the top of my head that i know where i live at right now i don't really know one like i know successful entrepreneurs that have the bug but they don't want to start another business. If I if I went to them with a business proposal, they'd be like, I got one. It's fine, I'm fine. Right. And I'm like, well, I only have five. So I want 10. You know, like even amongst entrepreneurs, I'm crazy. Right. So and then all my like, I don't have entrepreneur friends, like not many. Right. And then in my whole scope of my whole life, like going back to like childhood, high school, like I can't even off the top of my head think of one that like is crazy like me. Right. So I say all that to kind of lead into what you already kind of started with, which is the there's going to be a person that's pissed off and frustrated because you do everything. And the other guy or child doesn't give a rip because they don't want to do anything. I got you. Well, no, there's a reason why I very much love and enjoy these dudes they work with me you know i see their work ethic i know they're they can put in the hours and you know you know do this with me and make it together but as of right now i don't know how that's going to turn out um 
you know, in in this call though, I do want to talk to you about these four things that we are, you know, we're going to do next year. <sighs> you know, we got the bounce house inflatable um, rental service. And uh, are you familiar with a monkey Joe's at all? No. Okay. So I'm sure it's just a thing in Florida, but it's sort of like a little bounce house um, park, but it's indoors. I kind of want to do the same thing, but outdoor set up all the houses at once, charge an entrance fee, um, you know, have park benches or whatnot and food trucks, porta potties. You have, during you have real the, you estate know, where you can do that or you need to get the space to do that? I need to get the space. We're gonna, we're wanting at least like two acres of, of land and um, you know, on one of the acres, we're going to put down a warehouse to store everything how much money are you guys um, starting up with this is a like like you're talking dirty to me like i love this entrepreneurial no no it's it's a it's a lot and there's a hell of a lot more but um you know we're at the idea stage right now right now we're working on the um the funds we're working on investments grants if we can um business loans last resort um i i talked to you a little bit about the inflatable club idea that they had I won't really be hands-on in that pretty much. It's it's not really like interesting to me, but you know, we do already have a bartender and a um, DJ that will work with us. It's a great idea, but I believe my focus will be elsewhere. Um, I also mentioned something about the Christmas and Halloween inflatables. Oh, I yeah. I want like 500 units of each and you know rent those out for the whole month charge quite a bit for that and within 3 months next thing i know pre quarter mil um and you're talking about like decorations christmas decorations the, the dec yeah like the inflatable decorations yeah, yeah. okay um there is somebody that i saw their post in a facebook group that does that and it was in a christmas light installer facebook group um, I didn't ask any questions. I didn't read any comments. I just read what they were talking about. And I was like, that's an interesting business model. And they that do is it. Interesting. I, I just thought of it myself, just chilling one day on the back of the truck. Yeah. So what I would do with that, to me, that one's got legs. So what I would do is I would start lean and I would start dirty and I would go try and buy some fucking used ones right now. Because you yeah. can go get 10 right now for the price of one or two. Then that way, then you need to go figure out your infrastructure, the quickest, easiest way to launch a website, get them on the website and have, be able to book them. Yeah. Um, your best bet's probably going to be inflatable office. It is $39 a month if you have less than 10 items. Okay. And it's builds your website for you. It's great. great. Um, yeah. If you guys at home are interested in inflatable office, there's a link in the description. Go check them out. Um, but that would probably be my initial idea the other thing you could do is if you go through square they're a credit card processor but they offer all sorts of other things and a lot of those things are free i don't have an in-depth knowledge of what their website builder looks like i think it partnered with wix blah 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 blah. um i would just be careful uh let's see how do i want to put this if you launch it wrong because you're launching quick and you're launching dirty if it works, you got to do a lot of shit to correct it. Whereas if you just launch on inflatable office, 
it's inflatable rental software. You'll, I, you should be future proof. You'll obviously have to start paying past 10 units, but, um, I got you. but I would do that for Halloween. Cause that's your first, right. It's earlier. So I would do yeah. that for Halloween and see if you can, uh, um, get some traction. The way you're going to do yeah. this is let's see. Cause you're not going to be, a, you're going to, you're not lead harvesting your lead gen. Nobody knows about this service. So you got to launch that website, get it up and running, make sure it's functional and pretty. Then you're going to probably go run Facebook ads to that, make a, make a landing page. That's a correct landing page, but you're going to run Facebook ads to that website. And then that's going to convert for you because nobody knows about it. So you got to run it on Facebook. If everybody knows about it and already Googling it, you go to Google. Ads. But then that's, that's, that's um, how that business would. Uh, it's the, that like, yeah, that's great. I mean, I, I think it's a no brainer. Like there's no choice we have to do it. It's just so much money to make be made. There's a lot of potential um, with everything, especially being here in my location and, you know, the lack of competition here, um, you know, with the, with the trucking company, we have 14,000 uh, customers and we can just get half of those will be set. Yeah, absolutely. it'll be great. But um, so I think that was that lens. Um, honestly, the one like before the that main... you were talking about the inflatable rental. Or, sorry, the one before yeah. that, the inflatable park. That's yeah. got a whole. It, it's not that it's not a good idea, but it's more of a traditional brick and mortar. Now I know you're talking about it being outside, but you still have to have a destination and a, 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 yeah, a, yeah, of course, yeah, and a and a piece of land. Like I know. Mm-hmm. You're you're probably near cheap land, but still, it's you got you got to pay for it, right? Um, you got to have staff that wants to work Saturday that can staff it because it's not going to be busy on Monday. It'll be busy on Saturday. Not saying you won't get a random ass field trip or or or, or some, you know, uh, team building exercise of adults come. Those will be one off. Like you're you're only going to make money on Saturday and Sunday, and so you've got to have yeah. it. Staff. On Saturday and Sunday, which is a challenge in and of itself. That's right? what I'm thinking. It's I'm thinking it's more of like a summer thing. The, it's a uh, summer the park thing idea. And a birthday thing. Like you yes. need, you need, like the the picture of in my brain of the employee that you need is the 19 year old girl that's in college, wants to become a kindergarten teacher, and has a <laughs> big social outgoing personality. Because if that business is gonna be successful you guys throw parties for people. That's what you're going to be doing. Yeah. And so you have to staff it accordingly and culture accordingly. Um, again, not saying it's not a good idea. I'm just saying it's a lot more difficult to pull off than blow some shit up in a field. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Because there's zoning and there, there's, there's, it's, that's a, that's a, that's a real business. Like that's not a, a fun little inflatable rental business. That, that's a, a real yeah. one. No, um, no, we're going to do a lot to, learn what we need to and make it happen um honestly once we get this these first little bits off the ground there's really no limits for us we can invest in restaurants or hotels one day maybe like i believe there's no limit you know and there's so much we want to do i mean i I feel that way about life like it's just uh i caution you because it's easier said than done and then the other thing i caution you about is um, and this is something that I have kind of ran into, right? Mm-hmm. I am the the guy when it comes to inflatables, right? When it comes to bounce houses. 
And I've built that IP up through hard work and dedication and knowledge and research and videos and da 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 da. Every video I make that has nothing to do with inflatables does shit on YouTube. Every video I make about bounce houses crushes on YouTube, right? I don't want to talk about bounce houses for the rest of my life. Like for the foreseeable, I'm super good, right? I'm scaling businesses. We're expanding to a new city. Like I've got lots I can bring to the table. Um, business is the same way where it's like, uh, guess how many cotton candy machines I have? Zero. Zero. Because I'm not a cotton candy. What I have is inflatables. Yeah. I have bounce houses and I have water slides, Right. I have 65 units. I'm just now buying inflatable games, like for like uh, schools and churches and whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> it's a stay in your lane type of conversation, but in a good mm -hmm. way where it's like, if I know what makes money and I know what I can crush it at and I know what I know, I'm going to stay in that lane and crush it until two, one or two things happen. Number one, the juice starts to run out, but inflatable rental will never die. <clears throat> That's going to be a thing forever. Or I can go. automate it, right? I start to get bored. That means I need to start to automate the process. So then I can go try and be the other thing guy. You know what I mean? Um, businesses are the same way. I'm not saying you can't be a real estate investor investing in hotels, but the capital that you're generating from your business is better served to go make your business bigger. And it needs to feed exactly. itself. Yes, sir. Yeah. It needs to feed itself because that's the best way to grow. That's the best way to scale. That's the best ROI on that money. Now. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what I mean. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, Nick, I don't know what um sort of position you are in, but any way that I could interest you in making some money with me, any sort of partnership or whatnot, you know where I'm going with this. Like, if you want to choose a, I don't know, percentage of ROI off of what I can make you in terms of, you know, an investment. Yeah. So, how do you feel I, about that? My cash is leveraged because I own too many businesses. So, um, and I used personal, a lot of personal cash to launch uh, Let's Get Lit Supply. And so as far as a, a cash investment goes, I'm I'm pretty pretty well leveraged. Um, I'm not ready to make any moves on this, but I have had a pretty in-depth conversation with, uh, I guess you could call him a mentor of mine about what the future of the jump off holds. Uh, never say never, right? But I don't think I'm going to franchise it per se but open up a bunch of satellite locations in X city. Uh, yeah. But I've got to put that through the tester first. So that's why I have um, a relatively local expansion we're doing. And then I have a plans for a far away one we're doing. And then once I can kind of get all the SOPs in order and make it uh, repeatable, uh, make the success re easily repeatable, I then will kind of open the floodgates to a potential you know, I guess you could call it a partnership uh, with outside people and I'll have to structure the, right. I've talked through this. Um, well, it was over beers, but it was a pretty good in-depth conversation. Um, but I'm not, I'm not ready to make that leap just yet. I've got some things I got to work out. I got you. Well, keep me in mind, of course. And I'll make you For some sure. money. And uh, 
you know, I'll keep you updated throughout the months on what's going on. Absolutely, bro. I, lo- I love to answer the questions. I love to get the updates from people. You know, a lot of times people get successful and they fall off. They're busy, yeah. right? It would be audacious to think that I should get like monthly reports from random people I've helped through DM. Um, but every now and then I do get one and I'm like, oh shit, like, right? Because they'll be like, just got my 15th unit making this much a year or whatever. And I'm like, that's cool, right? And I scroll up, I'm like, oh, it's the fucking Plano, Texas guy? Or it's the, <laughs> I'm like, I remember this conversation two years ago. Like, it's so it's fun, dude. So I would love you know, if you could just kind of keep me in the loop, I would absolutely be humbled. Yes, of course. I got you. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, let's see. I want to clean up one thing that I said. So when it comes to the partnership things, okay, I have now two businesses where I'm a partner in. Okay. And, um, they were a lot harder to launch uh, through getting the EIN and 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 the articles of incorporation, all that crap, it was way more complicated than my opinion than it should be. Um, but when you do all of that, you have to put in writing all of the percentages owned and, and all that stuff. At that same time, you can create a document. I'm pretty sure you can use LegalZoom um, or you can mm-hmm. use a proper lawyer. It's called the, um, it's not the articles of organization. It's a, uh, 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 organizational statement. I think I'm getting that wrong. Uh, but basically what that does is it outlines everybody's job description it, and, it, and it puts to paper all the shit you guys talk about around the table. It puts it to paper. So that way it's probably a win, not if the partnership goes south, you have a legal document that says your buyout is this or your role was this and you're not hitting these metrics or your salary is it right it puts all those things into a legal doc. So you're protected. And like in the beginning of a partnership, it's all kumbaya. Like it's all dreams and aspirations, right? You get to employee number 11, you're going to have disagreements on every single thing that goes on in the business. And so it's a marriage. And so if you have that structure, you'll be better protected from drama down the line. And potentially from getting screwed like hard. Um, And then the other thing I kind of want to clean up in that is I'm not saying partnerships don't work. I just talk everybody out of them because it's the easiest thing, like the chunk of time it doesn't work versus the time it does work. So Mm -hmm. over indexes that it's just in my best interest to talk everybody out of it. Not that's not a good move, but you kind of got to put those things into, into, um, into the agreement where it's like, are you going to be the grunt work guy? Are you going to be the marketing guy? Are you going to be the famous guy that's the spokesman? Like you got to put those things out into the partnership. So that way nobody feels like so-and-so isn't holding up their end of the bargain because then nobody talks to each other and then it explodes, right? Because we're humans and we can't have healthy relationships. We have to have tempers and and drama and explosions. Yeah, yeah. Cool. No, I got you. And then, and then there's the, the little bit of money that is made and the split isn't, you know. Very oh nice. yeah, shit. You can't, bro. I mean, you're. If I just talk about inflatable rental, the exact same thing the jump off does. If yeah. you start that business with two people and do it in the normal way, okay. Now, if you can launch that business and start with eighty units, aka like a bounce house Atlanta, and you're in an Atlanta, you're in mm-hmm. Miami, you're in Dallas, Houston, L.A. 
cool, you can launch with 80 units with two people and make money. Okay. That is so the rarity. Generally speaking, you launch with one to three, and then you buy a fourth, and then you buy a fifth, and then you got to sell yep. one, and you buy yep. another fifth. Yep. There's never any money to pay two people. Like even at the jump off, like if I co-owned the jump off, um, I'm not saying we wouldn't have a salary because we would, but it's not, I wouldn't have made any money up until very recently. And, and so it's just not realistic. I mean, you've got to have a big business to pay two people, mm -hmm. uh, let alone three. So let alone three. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All yep. Right, well. so just all cautions. Dogs. Dog, come here. Come here. Oh, there we go. Didn't want to run out the door. So tree went tree went good once. Yeah, I just wrapped it all the way down. Okay, it's cool. Groovy, man. Yeah, that is all good. I hope I got the, the timer right. Because <laughs> it's actually everything 